0: Fairly regular podcast series brought to you by the St. Catharines Museum and Welland Canal Center. We're bringing you all things to do with St. Catharines, our history, and what's going on in our museum. Today, you're listening to
1: Amanda Ballack, Program Assistant at the St. Catharines Museum,
0: and me, Sarah Nixon, Public Programmer at the St. Catharines Museum. Our community is filled with diverse stories, and we recognize that our story begins with the indigenous peoples of this land. We acknowledge that we are recording this podcast on lands that have been inhabited by Indigenous peoples for millennia, and we would like to honor the centuries of Indigenous peoples who walked on Turtle Island before us.
1: Today, we will be wrapping up the blog series that I have been doing on a behind-the-scenes look of the 2019 production of Guided Spirit Walks, Glimpses of St. Catharines, Stories of the Famous and Infamous.
0: We're going to talk about why we do Guided Spirit Walks and the significance of this program
1: at a local level. So this year's Guided Spirit Walks is unlike anyone before as it moves throughout time periods. It actually spans a hundred years from 1837 to the 1930s. Despite this difference, the significance of the walks remain the same. And that is we want to get stories out there from our city's histories and we want to learn about people who lived here before us and the impact They had while they were here.
0: I absolutely agree with you. Guided Spirit Walks at Victoria Lawn Cemetery offers us an opportunity to share stories of ordinary people living in St. Catharines, not just, you know, the big politicians and the business owners and the, you know, those steadfast Mm -hmm. names that we all know and have come to know because of street names and, you know, buildings named after and schools named after certain local historical figures, Guided Spirit Walks offers us an opportunity to tell stories of ordinary everyday citizens, people like you and I, and this program, we can bring those stories to life with the actors as well. And there is something to be said about, you know, watching someone perform using primary sources from the archives that were written either during the time period or by the people who were talking about, right? Um, and that happens throughout the performance this year and the sources we were able to use are words that were actually spoken by the historical figures and what a better way to bring it to life
1: than, um, than through performance, really. Absolutely, we were really, really fortunate this year to have found so many primary sources through our research that we did. We have newspapers, we have. Oral history interviews. Oral history interviews, we have, you know, Women's Christian Temperance Union. Um, newsletters and things like that so we have a wide variety of sources that we were able to use to keep the language and the stories really authentic and true to life true to history exactly Sarah and I both come from a history background and so it's really really important to us to make sure that history is told as accurately as possible and I think we did a really uh, if I do say so myself I think we did a really good job this year At having primary sources guide our script writing.
0: Absolutely. To me, one of the most powerful aspects of this program is that we seek to tell the stories of the people who lived and died in St. Catharines. We want to bring those stories to life. As the museum, we know that it's important to share our city's history and the people who lived here before us, Guided Spirit Walks gives us the opportunity to tell stories that may
1: not be told otherwise. This year is a really great example of telling stories that might not otherwise be told. Uh, a really clear example is the story of Roberta McDonald uh, and the fatal plane crash that happened on the opening day of the Niagara District Airport in 1929. Uh, if you read my my blog post on research, you would know that Sarah and I went through some struggles when we were researching trying to find stories and then trying to see if they were buried in Victoria Lawn Cemetery and when uh when we found the plane crash we couldn't believe that this was something that neither of us knew about no no one that we no one that we talked to at the museum had heard of and so it was really really important to us that we told this story because six people Six people died in the plane crash and lost their lives, and three of them are buried at Victoria Lawn Cemetery.
0: To get a better sense of the work that goes into a program like the Guided Spiral Walks, I decided to go to the source. I sat down with some very valuable members of the program. First, I'll share a conversation I had with Adrienne Petrie, who is the Visitor Services Coordinator here at the museum, as well as two of our amazing cast members. I spoke with Brenda Schultz, who is now in her sixth year volunteering with our Guided Spirit Walks production, as well as a newcomer to the cast, Rochelle Longton. So with that, let's hear what they had to say. Adrian Petrie, Visitor Services Coordinator here at the museum. Adrian has been involved with the Guided Spirit Walks program since its inception back in 2012. (laughs) He's been part of the researching and writing of the script, directing and even acting in the production. What has it been like to watch the program grow and evolve over the years?
2: That's a great question. Uh, It's been really fulfilling actually. just in terms of where we've taken the Spirit Walk format. Um, we've explored the format through the different years in a variety of ways. We've added music, we've added uh, poetry, we had a guide not talk at all. Um, and so I think, when, even when I think to other organizations that also do Spirit Walks, there's this sort of uh, format that you sort of plug in and that's kind of what the audience can expect, but. It's been fun for me and I, I think for you as well uh, mm. since you've joined mm. to sort of push the boundaries on what a spirit walk is and mm. what we can get away with um, how much dramatic theater we can do or bring in elements from theater and not just a sort of a classic spirit walk mm. where maybe the the characters are speaking right through the fourth wall and just sort of delivering a biography we've we've really, expanded the the offering i think of what what the experience is like for the actors the audiences for us Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it's been really fulfilling
0: absolutely and i think we're quite lucky to have the audience that we do because they allow us to push the boundaries and they're always kind of along for the ride and looking forward to seeing what we do next each year and that encourages us to explore and experiment with new formats
2: absolutely the audience uh is so receptive to whatever we throw at them Mm -hmm. like last year was last year when we did our third uh, tour about the First World War Mm -hmm. um, we had a guide who did not speak and so that's not having a shepherd for the sheep is difficult Mm -hmm. Um, but everybody figured it out you know and everybody enjoyed themselves and they understood, I think, too, why the guide didn't speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he only delivered, well, he did speak, but he only delivered poetry from the period and didn't, in- didn't deliver any logistical direction. So, you know, that's, that's pretty wild that we mm-hmm. can, and, but amazing that we can get the, the audience to sort of do whatever we, we want to do, and they're okay with that. You yeah, know, yeah. They're receptive, exactly. so.
0: Exactly. What do you think is most valuable about the program?
2: There's something about the Spirit Walk program and format that lifts interpretive information to a higher level than, you know, interpreter and audience. When you hear stories um, from a particular person, whether it's actually happened to that person or it happened to a relative or, 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 or somebody saw something or something like that, it makes it more accessible because the character acting is less concerned about the information that they're delivering and more concerned about the emotion and uh, the universal concepts like, you know, sorrow and death and, and I say dark things, but happiness mm-hmm. and success and achievement and that kind of thing that, you know, family, um, all these things that we're really familiar with are much easier to grasp that's what I mean by accessible. They're much more easy to grasp when you have, you know, the person delivering mm-hmm. that information rather than a talking head, mm-hmm. like a historian or an interpreter or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's always a place for that kind of program with an interpreter, but spirit walks and this particular information, you know, the setting in the cemetery, we're visiting the headstones of the people that were visiting the headstones of the people that we're talking to allows for the audience to have a deeper connection to the material Um, and funnily enough we can actually present deeper material that way Mm -hmm. an interpreter can only get away with so much talking like talk 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 and then the Mm -hmm. audience forgets it right or does or stops listening but you can actually allow the the primary source material a voice, mm-hmm. uh, or or a, a a vehicle, so that people can people don't realize, but they're actually hearing just the the pure source and not and not you know the, the interpreter's the interpreter's voice. So I think that the value is that that ability to make that connection between our amazing primary sources and the super receptive audience that. Not a lot of other programs can actually achieve.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, if there's one thing that you could tell new audience members about the guided spirit walks, what would you tell them?
2: First, it's always a good idea to wear bug spray because <laughs> the time of year, the temperature starts to dip when the sun goes down, and you know there's pockets of standing water. In and around the cemetery Uh, it's a big you know there's a big there's trees you know Mm -hmm. bug spray is key (laughs) to just enjoyment because you don't want to be standing there hitting yourself you know for last three scenes so bug spray is key Um, I think the other thing is come with an open mind you know if if perchance you are the person who is coming along and maybe you didn't organize your group you know you might not know what to expect and you know, if you're expecting a spooky ghost story, ghost tour with, you know, spooky things to happen, you know, the atmosphere provides the eerie sort of feeling, but that's not this tour. And so, you know, if you're if you're sort of in the middle of the tour, we're at the third or fourth scene, and you're just sort of kind of confused about what you're doing, just sort of have an open mind and, and be excited about the, the history that's coming at you and just... Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. enjoy yeah. enjoy even if it's not what you may be expected mm-hmm. especially and you'll be able to enjoy because you're wearing bug spray and you won't be hitting yourself <laughs> the whole time <laughs> Very true. so yeah I would say yeah open mind and bug spray Awesome. <laughs> comfortable, comfortable walking shoes dress for the weather if it's raining we'll go so yeah. bring an umbrella um, I think too if I could over the years I've learned that sheep really do need a shepherd But, you know, it is up to the sheep at some points to, you know, if you can't hear or you can't see, move closer, move around, move to a different spot. Because, you know, there aren't 30 people on a tour and, you know, it can be difficult to see sometimes or or difficult to hear. So if you need, if you know that you need to be in the front, come on down to the front. If Mm -hmm. you need, if you want to stand in the back, that's up to you. That's cool. You don't need to wait for the shepherd to get you to the spot where you can hear it like you 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 go ahead and make sure that you can have the best experience that you can have um,
0: i think that's awesome advice yeah. <laughs> thank you so much Adrian. you're
2: welcome i look forward to seeing everyone out at this year's guided spirit walks so they'll yes. see me at the front of house this year yes so um i look forward to greeting everyone and and seeing maybe some feedback on their way out
0: awesome thank you Michelle's first year volunteering with the Guided Spirit Walks cast and I wanted to sit down with you to just chat about what brought you to Guided Spirit Walks. What made you
3: want to join this production? One of my friends sent me the audition notice um, thinking that he wanted to get involved in the Guided Spirit Walks and as soon as I saw the, the audition notice I thought this sounds so interesting to bring history alive. Oh, that's awesome. And why do you think this kind of program is valuable? Personally, I think it's important that people become aware of the history of the place where they where they live, to be proud of their community, to be part of their community and that it's not a static you know, the place where we live isn't a static place. It's it's the it's the the result, it's the the experiences of the past that have colored the, mm-hmm. the present. Absolutely. and I,
0: I like that you use the word uh, static. We're, our communities are dynamic. They're always growing and evolving and we're constantly learning from the past as we move into the future. Um, what has been your favorite part about Guided Spirit Walk so far? There
3: have been two favorite parts. One part has been reading and hearing the stories of the people who are being portrayed in, as the as the spirits, um, hearing real stories from you know the end of the 19th century, the early 20th century, local history. It's it's been really interesting. And the other part that's been uh, that was that was eye opening was the first walk that we did through the cemetery. Um, not so much blocking out any of the scenes, but to go from gravestone to gravestone and linking up these stories with re- with gravestones with real people. Mm-hmm. Um, and and bringing it alive. Mm-hmm,
0: absolutely. Um, I also find that's a, a really powerful part is I do so much research behind the scenes and then when we actually go to the cemetery to find the gravestones it's, also, it's very, you really realize that wow these were real people living in our community, everyday people just like you and I and now we're telling their stories.
3: Real people with real stories with real um, heartbreak as well. Mm -hmm. Real emotion. Yeah, and that the history of St. Catharines and the local history is just as interesting, and just as rich as any historical experience you you would have going to a foreign country, paying big money for a guided tour. It's just as much fun and just as interesting right here at home.
0: Absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Michelle, for chatting with us today. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. with brenda schultz brenda has been volunteering with our guided spirit walks productions for this is your sixth year yes it is oh it's so incredible can you tell me what brought you to do guided spirit walks at the museum
4: well i like museums i've always liked museums art galleries anything that with a historical background and I'm an actor, so I'm always looking for opportunities to act. So when I saw the sign up at the Aquatic Center, I thought, hmm, something different for this uh, actor in
0: me came and auditioned, and the rest is history. Okay, so you're an actor, you like museums, you like history, so that's what brought you to the Guided Spirit Walks, but what makes you keep coming back each year? Well. I actually
4: am addicted to it. I keep saying, okay, this is my last year, and then I I realize that I have a brand new character with a really interesting historical background. I have had the opportunity to play the most remarkable women. And I have learned through playing these women and doing the research on these women how strong women have been all through history, mm-hmm. not just today. And I, I even had the opportunity to play a suffragette, which was such a good experience. There was a, a brief moment where I learned what what suffragettes actually did for us as women. So I, I've. I just love playing these women Mm -hmm. who are doing such interesting things. I've played a school teacher, an orator, Catherine Wellen Merritt, who went to Europe with two girlfriends and was there during the outbreak of the First World War. What's more of an adventure to play than that? Mrs. Benson's costume was amazing. I wore five crinolines and a hoop.
0: Oh my goodness, that was incredible, and that's because so this was 1867, this was Victorian era, uh, pre-Confederation, we're moving into the Confederation of Canada, so yes, your dress was
4: massive. <laughs> it was massive, and, and it was an absolutely beautiful tour. Oh, yes. Uh, the end was a party under tent with... Uh, you know, decorations and bunting and all of that. And lemonade and cookies. And cookies yes. and lemonade and us just improvising. Yes, that was And funny. that one I, I played a wife, yeah. a political wife. So I think I'm always curious what will be my next character. And this year I play a, a rather famous uh, St. Catharines celebrity, Ruina, who was a violinist. And um, I'm learning a lot about entertainment during the 1910 season. Mm-hmm. So, and the other wonderful thing, and why I keep coming back the costume. There aren't too many theater companies that are at the amateur level that will build costumes like they build here. Mm-hmm. So, that's uh, always, always a thrill. Of playing these characters is what are they going to wear and they're very authentic and researched according to the time period so who knows if it'll be my last year.
0: <laughs> well Brenda I can honestly say hope it's not your last year I hope that we Thank love you, it Sarah. when you come back you bring such a wonderful passion and energy to the production and we're so so lucky to have you be a part of this.
4: It's not without challenges we deal with weather But through the six years, we've only cancelled once because of Thunder and Lightning. I played Lillian Phelps under an umbrella one, one tour. So and I and you sit outside, mm-hmm. so you you can be sitting in the rain with your umbrella over you. <laughs> um, it can be a bit craggy there in the in the cemetery, mm-hmm. so you're walking and having to really watch where you're walking, mm-hmm. so you don't trip and fall. So there are challenges, but uh, it, it's really quite uh, inspiring to meet them.
0: Oh, absolutely! To meet the
4: challenges and and get through. Uh, eight tours.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so the cemetery does offer us an interesting um, like an environment to hold the productions, right, because the cemetery obviously wasn't built for us, so we have to, um, you know, where do we, there's a lot of behind the scenes that the audience doesn't see, like where do we hide our actors before exactly. the scenes? <laughs> that's
4: always a challenge, yeah. w- you know, and w- while you're waiting for the um, for your next tour, your scene, as the uh, audience moves on to other scenes, um, you're hiding somewhere and then you read the tombstones and Mm. you find out even more about people that are buried in the cemetery. I love that part, that waiting part where I'm hiding Mm. and I can read uh, oh. And some of these tombstones are
0: uh, amazing. Oh, I, I you know? bet. I bet. So you really get familiar with the people who That's are also right. buried with your, and the person That's you're right. portraying. It's, oh, you've played such wonderful characters, I love and all of these are people from our past. They right. all lived and in not the past. just
4: from our past, but our local past. Yes,
0: exactly. They we were,
4: we they were all St. Catherine's people mm-hmm. and remarkable women.
0: What mm-hmm. can I say? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Brenda. Thank you for chatting with me today. I really appreciate it. And we look forward to seeing you portraying Ravina Chapman Becker on this, uh, this year's tour. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so, so much to Adrian, Brenda, and Rochelle for providing your insights into the Guided Spirit Walks program and really what it means to
1: you. We're so, so excited for this year. We really appreciate our volunteers and this production would not be what it is without them.
0: I totally agree with you, Amanda. This will be my fourth year being involved in the Guided Spirit Walks. And every year I get more and more emotionally attached to this program. From the original research we do in the museum's archives to writing the script and putting it together, meeting with the cast and rehearsing with them, we really see these, these stories come to life and in such a powerful way. The stories that we share in Glimpses of St. Catharines this year, a lot of these stories aren't really told anywhere else. And it was really powerful for us to find a medium and a platform to be able to share something that might not have been shared otherwise. And it's also opened up opportunities for us to explore these historical um, aspects and narratives in more detail now that we've discovered them for the first time.
1: I totally agree with you. Uh, This is my first year doing Guided Spirit Walks. And I was completely blown away by how emotionally attached I got to these historical figures who lived in this city. Uh, I think it was really powerful when we were looking for the graves in Victoria Lawn Cemetery when we were still in the planning phases because when we would find one of our um, historical figures' graves, we would sort of take a moment and reflect on their story and Mm -hmm. really give them that, give them a moment of sort of Mm -hmm. silence. And I thought that was really powerful behind the scenes that people don't really Mm -hmm. see. Uh, I came to a show in 2016 and I was completely blown away by the local history, the volunteers, the writing, the acting, just everything. I left Mm -hmm. so impressed and getting to work with you, Sarah, uh, this year on Glimpses of St. Catharines has been such a pleasure. I've really loved every minute of it. Oh I'm so
0: glad to hear that. Maybe we'll have you next year as a as a cast member.
1: Stay tuned. <laughs> Starring Amanda next year.
4: <laughs>
0: if you haven't yet, I encourage you to register and buy your tickets for Guided Spirit Walks at Victoria Lawn Cemetery this year. Our performances are September 6th, 7th, 13th, and 14th at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. Our tickets are $12 each and available either in our gift shop or calling us at 905-984-8880. You can also visit our website uh, for ticket details as well. We do encourage you to buy your tickets in advance as we do tend to sell out at these performances.
1: That's it for this episode of Museum Chat Live. This podcast was produced by Sarah Nixon and Amanda Balick.
0: Museum Chat Live is brought to you by the St. Catharines Museum and welland Canal Center and the city of St. (laughs) Catharines.